everybody. It's hump day, which means that we are here again, girlfriends in football with your favorite ladies, Beth, Sherry, and Desi. And we got a lot to dive into, like a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to start with this. Beth, you never cease to amaze with sending some amazing <laughs> content. And so we have to lead with this because we are going to get into the Bills Dolphins game, which was holy cow. We'll, we'll talk about that. I'm, I'm not going to force myself not to chat about that right now. But you sent this beautiful tweet from Governor Kathy Hochul when she says, with the Buffalo Bills playing across the pond on Sunday morning, I know fans will be gathering for the big game and may fancy a pint. I'm directing the state liquor authority to extend the deadline for special permits so sports bars and restaurants can serve as early as 8 a.m. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Buffalo. <laughs> well, and did that lead to the other story you sent us, Beth? No, that was, for, I think, was that? That was from last week. Oh, you weren't here last week. That's oh. right. We spoke on it briefly last week um, about the gentleman who. In the poop. Did all the things and oh. the and then jumped over a fence. Oh my gosh, Sherry, good call. I forgot about that one. Oh, we got to find that. Oh, here it is. What's funny is my Bill's girlfriend fan. said, <laughs> my girlfriend um, said the sheriff had reported that it was the most polite crowd that they've seen at a Buffalo game in a long time. <laughs> the same week as this guy covered in poop jumped over a fence. Okay. <laughs> and fell into a 40 foot hole. Yes. Naked. yes. Okay. All right. For those Just of saying. you who don't know, you're probably like, what the hell are you talking about? So this was an article that popped up in USA Today Sports section, published on September 18th. And it, the headline is Buffalo Bills fan found naked. But wait, it gets better. Covered in human waste, even better, after falling down a hole by Highmark Stadium. I mean... Where do we start with this? Did you? <laughs> well, well, the hole is for the new stadium. Mm -hmm. So he just wanted to see where the new stadium would be built. <laughs> I feel like this is why I've never met someone from Buffalo I didn't absolutely love. Like, <laughs> just. <laughs> well, <laughs> I believe there was um, cocaine, LSD, and some other things found. Uh, in he has lots of things. So. Lots of things he, helping he him out to get there. On. Yeah. Yeah, you would hope. I mean, <laughs> there's no comment to that. I mean, you can't. Yeah. We're just going to leave that story right there with USA Today. <laughs> but I will tell you, there is no Benadryl on board today. So I forgot to do it today just to loosen up a bit. So this is just going to be <laughs> hopefully not dry. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully there'll be some excitement like last week. But let's speaking of excitement, last week Bills showed up to play. They were sick of people talking about Miami being the team to beat in the AFC. And what happened, Beth? I'm not going to take this from you. Share with us. They won 48 to 20. I'm sorry. They what was that? 48 to 20. They won. Yes. They won. Josh Allen showed up. Our defense showed up. Everybody showed up, and then, and then, oh, yeah, and then Tredavious White. 
Yeah, another tear of the Achilles, right? Another Achilles this season. Damn. Another one bites the dust. And and just to side note here, Sherry, our friend A.A. Ron has a friend, and it just so happens, remember in week one when I had two players that, that tore their Achilles? It was Aaron Rodgers and J.K. Dobbins, right? Mm-hmm. they've formed a connection and they're rehabbing together. Like they're going through the thing together. So now at a real doctor, I mean, that's <laughs> the only person that can do a surgery. I mean, it can't be. A... <laughs> I mean, I feel like we have to check these days. I think it was a valid question. Well, he did call Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. He called him Mr. Pfizer. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But again, not to take away from the Bills, we're going to circle this right on back. So he's out for the season, but maybe you can join um, the support group that Aaron Rodgers is putting together for people with torn. Oh, and just so you guys know, I'm actually keeping track of season ending injuries. Interestingly, there's been six of the six four were on turf. Yeah. Yeah. And Bill Stadium is. I'm not surprised. But the new stadium is intended to be grass. So shout out to the owners of the Bills for making that decision. Yes, very happy about that. Yeah. And then let's also chat. Um, Sherry, there's a lot of well, – what else do we want to say about the Bills game? Because there was – I watched the first half because I was in transit from Atlanta back home to Tampa. And I watched the first half on my phone. And it was like a shoot fest. It was like, you know, Josh Allen's throwing, connecting, and Tua's throwing, connecting, and, you know, all these things were happening, and it was kind of a shootout, so I missed the second half. Walk me through kind of what happened in the game. Well, I was also in and out watching the game because I had to watch it on my phone while my daughter was competing in gymnastics. So um, there were only a handful of times through the game that Josh Allen scored a touchdown. I may have yelled out loud in the middle of the competition. I would have been disappointed if you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was pretty, it was, it was fun. Um, They just had fun. Like you could tell it was all clicking and they were just having fun. They frustrated Tua enough that he couldn't make the connections. We rushed him enough that he, I mean, it just, it was beautiful. It was a solid game. We just stopped him. There wasn't anything that was, crazy out of the ordinary they just played their game mm-hmm. i mean yeah. i really feel like like they they made the changes they needed to make to play miami they executed it and they moved forward so well, it's interesting so i'm looking at the team stats from that game and it if you didn't know the score you would think that it was close right um total plays 58 for miami 56 for buffalo Total yards, 393 for Miami, 414 for Buffalo. Total drives, 11 Miami, 12 Buffalo. Um, But the passing started, there's some separation in the passing. So Tua threw for 251, Josh Allen, 310 yards. And then you get into um, the sacks. Here it is, the sacks, sacks slash yards lost. And you guys sacked them four times for a loss of 31 yards. Defense showed Vaughn? up for sure. What, what, what about Vaughn? We couldn't do what without Vaughn? 
<laughs> no, I'm saying you guys are going to be even more ab amped up. But I think I did say something about y'all need him. But maybe, see, I will bite. I will bite those words. I will. I will bite those words. I really, really thought that you guys needed to have a little bit more in the defensive line to be able to stress the pass protection down the field. But I was actually I more corrected. concerned when when Poyer wasn't playing. Um, the fact that he wasn't going to be in the game is actually when I started worrying, but they, they picked, they picked up after him. It was fine. Yeah. And then you talk about penalties. So Miami had eight for a loss of 98 yards, Buffalo yeah. only four for a total of 20. So um, that is because game. it was so loud in that stadium. The um, McDermott was saying that it sounded like jet engines were taking off the entire oh game. It was so loud. They had to, they had to give hand signals to the Buffalo team for, to the middle linebacker to give to the defense to to them to to make plays because it was so loud you couldn't hear each other at all. It was all based off of hand signals. It was crazy. Oh, crazy. I, I believe it because remember back in the day when Seattle was hot and they talked about the Legion of of Boom, right? Like how loud that stadium would get and that was the problem with going to a game in Seattle was just how loud it was mm -hmm. well they again Taylor Swift the Taylor Swift effect so there was something I watched somewhere where they pulled like the the scale like the what do they do like the measurements at the Richter scale or whatever like when the earth shakes or whatever from set seismic activity I don't even know if this is what I'm saying is does this sound right? I don't know. <laughs> but, sure. We're going to run with whatever, it. Continue. Whatever that measurement is, they measured it compared to like what the stadium was like back in those days when the Legion of Boom was there. And then they compared it to Taylor Swift's concert. There's no competition. The Taylor Swift concert is like way more. <laughs> but I say all that to say that like, I believe it can get loud. Like, like Buffalo's no joke. And you know, I, I'm here for it. I, I would love a Buffalo 49er Super Bowl. But how about them Bucks, Sherry? Um, well, does I it, think you guys are going to win your division. I We are currently atop it. Um, and again, I, I'd like to be corrected on Baker Mayfield. You know, I thought he was going to be a little bit slower start, but... Um, He's not. You'll take it, right? <laughs> yeah, I do want to ask you guys, actually. You know, Mike Evans had an injury, which is a big concern to us, but it does appear to be, we think, a minor hamstring issue, but one of the ones that keeps recurring. Mike Evans is a lot of our Bucks offense, but frankly, um, I have Chris Godwin on our fantasy team, and everybody else hold it through on the, the box. So I can't complain about anything, man. I'm happy. Yeah. Hamstring injuries are naggy and you know, tears, if you get like little tears, you, it gets replaced with scar tissue. Scar tissue is never as flexible as the, is the tissue that was there prior. So mm -hmm. you're just more likely to continue to re-injure that area. So it's not something you really want to be too aggressive with pushing through. Um, it's just a naggy little injury. Beth, yeah. do you, you want to comment on that? Yeah, I agree. I think him having a week off next week will be good. 
um, that'll give him some time to rehab it and rest it and ice it and all the things, Mm -hmm. dry needle it, whatever they want to do to really give it a chance to heal back up. Um, I wouldn't count. He may take another week out, but I wouldn't count him out for much for very long. Yeah. It didn't sound like it was a very severe injury. It's kind of the vibes I'm getting. So unlike, you know, uh, my team has not had a a really serious amount of injuries, which I'm very thankful for. Unlike Dizzy's original fantasy football team, bus ambulance. (laughs) 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 Listen, I'm finally, I'm finally benching Burrow. Oh, I I have to. It's the it's I the know, fourth I week know. in a row. I, I, there was one week where I put up Jordan Love and he did great for me, and then I was like, "Oh, Joe Burrow is going to come back." It's just painful. I can't even anymore. So I, I finally, I finally did it. Okay. He's done. Oh, yeah. yeah, and both of you, both of you picked up people I was trying to pick up this week on waivers. I wake up and I'm like, I've got all my pending moves settled. Which, by the way, I can't even tell you what a crazy week it's been. Um, and I get this was traveling back from the Bahamas. I'm setting these waivers and I wake up to see this morning. I'm like, "Um, excuse me. What, how did I get none of my waivers? And then our tech comes through. Beth picks up Miami defense and Desi picks up. I'm like, man, these girls are on top of the waiver wire this week. Did you all powwow like beforehand? No, look, it's the only, it's the first time that I've made it. You've, you've seen my lineup. My lineup has not changed <laughs> since day one. And I realized that when Josh Allen had the game of, of his life last week and I still lost, partially because I had Cincy defense, I, I knew it was time to make a difference, make a change. I don't know what made, I don't know what created less points, Joe Burrow or the defense. I really don't know. <laughs> I think it was just. And this, this is one time my defense strategy paid off, and Beth, I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's I okay. Know. I mean, my defense okay. like went we had, bananas. Well, and I felt better because I had my husband look at it. He's like, look at my thing afterwards. He's like, you know what? What you had was good. Yeah. Like, I under, like, yeah. like you were okay. It wasn't like yeah. you were making really stupid decisions. I said, well, right. that makes me feel better. It was yeah. just a regular loss, not a. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I, I was I, looking at. I got some of, good ooh, scores go from. I thought I was like toast because I'm watching my bench outscore, you know, my players, and then I'm like, oh my god, no, my players are all of a sudden king. So by the way, I was in the Bahamas last weekend when you guys were talking about the Bills and Dolphins game. All I'm thinking about is like, I was swimming with pigs during the Bills and Dolphins game. <laughs> Was it amazing? I need that's on my bucket list to go to the Bahamas and do all that. I I can't uh, say enough good things. The weather was perfect. The water's perfect. The people are awesome. Very chill. Very uh, relaxed. But yeah, the day before we left, we we went on the big excursion and snorkeling and swimming with pigs, which is not as easy as it may sound. Um, the, I would call them more like hogs. Big. Big, big hogs. Um, but <laughs> don't worry, okay. Beth. She's looking at property down there. So once she buys something, we're all going to go down and then we're going to yes, podcast please. from there. It's going to be a, a thing. I like we're gonna it. Definitely we do get all Miami channels down there. So the Miami Buffalo game was actually on. We just were um, not around on Sunday. So yeah, we can all go to the, we could go to the Bahamas and watch the game. 
they get the channels. I'm down for it. I'm down Done. for it. Let's do it. All right. So speaking of defenses, because I started looking at, of course, we'll talk about the next week's games because mm -hmm. the big one, I think, for this weekend is 49er Dallas game. And so I was I was on the Eric Crocker show earlier today talking about that matchup. And so I did a lot of digging into into the defense. So shockingly, this is impressive. I mean, it's not totally shocking, but it kind of let's just get into it. How about that? Yards per game defensively. Cleveland's number one, Dallas, number two, Baltimore. Then it goes down. San Francisco is fifth and Buffalo is sixth. Okay. So rushing, this is rushing yards per game allowed. It's oddly Detroit first, then Philly, San Francisco, which that all makes sense. I've heard, you know, great things about our, our rush defense. Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Eighth, right yeah. behind Baltimore. Yeah. Impressive. And then passing defense, again, Buffalo is fourth against Cleveland, Dallas, Baltimore, then Buffalo. So, I mean, I, you got to be afraid of Buffalo. Like, Buffalo is too legit to quit, in the words of the great Dion that we all love. Too legit to quit, Which man. Which not to talk too much about it because, again, Buffalo fans know that anything can happen at any time. Yeah. So yeah, ma'am. I we're know. Gonna just Same. keep it, keep it rolling. Buffalo's doing well. A little playing, under the radar on the smack talk. Playing in like London next week. Yeah. Oh. Against Jacksonville, who's there for a second week in a row? Can someone explain to me why Jacksonville hangs out in London half the season? Because <laughs> they're tired of hearing Duval. Um, probably, I, yeah, I don't know, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to ask this next question, but let me finish talking about this defense because the other cool thing that I looked at is the red zone, like how the defenses that are toughest in the red zone, Jets, number one, Tampa Bay is second, Sherry, y'all mm -hmm. ball out in this red zone. Like y'all yeah. stop in the red zone, unless it's the Eagles. Cause I was there in person for that. Painful. Right. That was bad. <laughs> that was bad. There was also a lot of rain. I mean, so a lot of things happen when there's, you know, rain in the games. I'm not going to make excuses. That was pretty bad one. That was bad looking. I was very excited to see our win against the Saints, obviously, in our same conference. But, man, we're like, we're a little sneaky. I don't think anybody's expecting anything because if you're not talking about it every week like we are, if you're not a Bucks fan... All you're thinking is Tom Brady's gone. Who cares, right? Like the majority of the country is not a lot of homegrown Bucks fans here, right? Um, but for me, it's like kind of feeling like you were talking about Beth. I want to stay a little on the down low still. Like, um, let, let's just come out of nowhere, man, where everybody starts talking about it. But until then, I'm, I'm riding pretty solid i feel good man old tampa defense you know coach dungy implemented a 100 percent defensive strategy that john gruden came and took over and we won the uh super bowl the first year with john gruden defenses win championships i'm liking yeah. what i'm seeing on both sides of the ball of, of my team so. yeah yeah i'm here for it that's that's awesome um go bucks but what I wanted to get to, 
There's something I was going to say. It flew right up out of my head. But what I really wanted to talk about, because Beth was very impressed, and I saw other people, especially on Twitter, that was very impressed with Disney Plus. I got to hear, because I know you watched some of the game. We did. <laughs> the Toy Story game. I Tell me about it, because I'm so sad okay. I didn't have Disney Plus. So it's it was super cute. Um, like, if you're really into the game, of course, you're not going to enjoy it. But... Like my daughter was home. We were getting ready for the competition. We wanted to watch the game. Um, and so it was a good like in between. It was literally maybe two minutes behind live. And it they had announcers. They had sideline people. They had Slinky as your um, yard marker. Yard, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it was it was just so cute. And so it was all set up in in uh, Andy's room and they had the football players doing all their things. And like, how did you hear about this? Because I didn't hear about, Oh my gosh, they were advertising it all over. It was, it was advertised with, well, so the game was on ESPN plus, right? So we get ESPN plus Mm -hmm. and the Disney plus bundle with Hulu or whatever. So we have that bundle. Um, So all the advertisements for the football game, had oh and check out the fun story the fun day Sunday football game on on Disney Plus. That would they, be so I feel like fun, they did man. such a cute job with it. Um, they Especially had fun little end zone like dances, little fans, right? Like little yeah, fans so, into it. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was really great. Madeline had a blast watching it. They did like a halftime show. Um, who's the the daredevil guy on the motorcycle who was like the the toy. Evil I can't Knievel, remember. His name. No, like Evil Knievel or whatever. Evil they, yeah, they showed, they showed. They showed. Um, he was the halftime show, and so they had oh, that NFL so players cool. from the game. I love it. Um, like they're like, oh well, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna sneak out of the locker room. Like, who needs to hear about what we need to do in the second half? I'd rather watch this. It's like better than watching Rihanna. You know, like just so like the players all made like cameos on it. It was they, it was very well done. That's awesome. So Aww. I believe I, I'm, I don't know if they're going to do it for all of them, but it was a cute way to get the kids involved and let them kind of see it. Like my daughter enjoyed watching it and got into the game because it was all Toy Story. So I thought That's, it was awesome. That's awesome. I love it. I, I do wish I had kept Disney Plus just for that, but. Whatever um, gets kids into football, right? I know. Yeah, between that. Girls. Heck yeah. Yeah. Between that and Taylor Swift, I'm sure. Like it's really hitting a different demographic, right? Yeah, you Absolutely. know what? Taylor is not even little girls. So no, we don't need to spend a lot of time on Taylor. We've talked about it before. I freaking love it. I think it's awesome. I mean, except for those ticket prices, man, they went hella high I for know. that Jets game, man. No, I know, I know, but like they, I. I just think there's, I don't know if there's two more, like, you're like all American, this, all American that, you know, we're still in the year of Barbie and there's all American Taylor Swift, all American Travis Kelsey. And look at these two beautiful people and making like Barbie and, and Ken all over again. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's adorable. It's a little played out. It's a little overhyped, but. I mean, I think the Kansas City Chiefs could really do a lot of thanking for Aaron Andrews making that hookup happen between those two because uh, the Taylor effect is 
something absurd, like 400% increase in Jersey sales. And so not just ticket prices, Jersey sales, the red, like his production's gone down. And I that said would it. Be what? Called the Jessica Simpson effect. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Tony yes. Romo and Jessica oh, Simpson. Yeah. yeah, I definitely they remember that. They can't get too big to where Travis Kelsey becomes, you know, I the don't... next Tony Romo. Great. I can't Ooh. wait to listen to him commentate a, a game. <laughs> 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 I said that too. Um, anywho, moving on. <laughs> I didn't even talk about my game. Guys, the 49ers were like un, just unbelievable during the, uh, the the game against the Cardinals. Christian McCaffrey was everywhere oh my goodness. and could not be stopped. Mm-hmm. Could not be stopped. And so he's unreal. I'm, he's unreal. And so the, the conversation now, it's starting to kind of hit the news waves. But are we talking about possibly seeing our first non-quarterback MVP in over a decade? Is that a possibility? Sure, because do you be is cool. there a quarterback standout you think that's doing better than Christian McCaffrey? Go ahead, Beth, say it. Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Why yes. We yes, gotta Josh we gotta Allen. see how the rest of the season goes, but right yeah. now. But I mean, no. It I don't know why it has to always be a quarterback, right? Like I think it shouldn't it's, always be a quarterback. I agree. Listen, I'm all about CMC. Like Christian McCaffrey has been working his, he's just been a workhorse since he showed up in San Francisco. We've lost one game and, you know, you can, it was against the chiefs and he just got there. So it's like, okay, one game. But since then with between him and Brock Purdy, we have not lost a regular season game. I mean, that's phenomenal. I mean, this is just a humming offense. Our defensive production has gone down a bit, but I think, you know, our offense is now taking care of more business. They're taking more time off the clock. So defense isn't, you know, having to, to carry the load, so to speak anymore. So it's a much more balanced system. It looks beautiful. I can't wait for this big Cowboys game this weekend. Sorry, mm-hmm. Cowboys are going down. I know both of you are rooting for my Niners this weekend. So Absolutely. it's going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Uh, and you know what? So just a little side story, you know, my daughter, obviously very into football, the reason she got into football as a little girl was watching the Dallas Cowboys I and the know. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and the uniforms. She has been a Dallas Cowboys fan. And we've talked about this. It's sacrilege in my house. We know this. Over, but that's how she got into this, right? So she still sticks with us. She still watches. Ta- did you see what Dallas's defense put up this week? I did. I did. And you tell I didn't see. Uh, I want to say like 30 points on defense. I mean, something crazy. Yeah. So uh, they have 10 started... takeaways on the year, 10 takeaways on the year. Wow. Yeah. So, so Niners got to be on it. It's not going to be, I mean, Dallas whooped up this past weekend. So I feel like <laughs> it's not going to be an easy game. Des, you know, I'm rooting for you. I'm like, what are you soul. trying to say here, Sherry? We're about to fight. I, That'll get us I'm some likes on here because it's always the negative energy that makes it work. <laughs> heart and soul for you. I'm just saying it'll be, I think it'll be a big win. 49ers pulled off. I don't know that I'd call I mean, listen, beating the Cowboys is always phenomenal. Like everybody loves beating the Cowboys. So yeah. I'm not going to say I don't love it. I don't, 
I honestly am I'm interested to, I'm intrigued because they do have the you know top defense. They do very well against the 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 pass, but they're not great with the rush. They're not they don't suck at the rush. I think they were like 11th in rushing, you know, defense. So guess what we're really good at? Yeah. Rushing. We have Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. We have right. Debo Samuel. We have, you know, Kyle Juszczyk. We have George Kittle. We have all these pe- weapons on offense. So they have to account for way more people on our offense, you know, on top of not already having great success with rushing offenses. So that's number one. Number two, interestingly, Dallas's offense can get down the field. They have a great third down conversion. They can convert and get down the field. They struggle horrendously in the red zone. I mean, they're mm-hmm. one of the top worst. Yeah. I mean, like I think they're 30th, one of the top worst in the red zone. And so I think that that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to if we have success in rushing, and if Dak still doesn't have success in the red zone, that's a W for the 49ers all day. Yeah. And I'm here for yeah. it. I'm here for it. I can't wait. We all are. Tell, tell Sam. Tell Sam. She better She better not poke no bear over here. She better stay over at the Harky household. <laughs> 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 Don't bring that juju over here. Um, so that's the big game for this week. It's the Sunday night game. Um, let's look ahead to some other really interesting games this week. There's a couple that's, you know, we've got some teams that are two and two that are going head to head this weekend. We got Titans at Colts. We got Texans at Falcons and we have, I thought there was one more. No, I guess those are the two and twos. Um, So that's what we have going on. I think Raven Steelers, that's always a good matchup and uh, rivalry there. Um, I don't really see anything else that jumps out at me. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on any of these, we did see who was the worst team in the NFL now, right? Chicago. They have, uh, I believe that, I think that's the defense I picked up is who's playing Chicago this week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're playing the commanders. I think you did. And I picked Washington defense back. Who's playing Chicago is whose defense I'm picking up. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Good thought. I saw that and thought to myself, good job, Sherry. Good job. Good job. (laughs) You still might have done better than us then. (laughs) And for any Swifties that are listening, the Chiefs are playing in Minnesota, playing against Kirk Cousins Vikings. So we'll see what those ticket prices do. I don't think it's going to do anything there, right? Well, I mean, I think Swifties are everywhere. I don't. Yeah. Well, and, you know, there's two undefeated teams in the NFL, my Niners and the Eagles, and the Eagles are playing the Rams at L.A. So Philly is favored to win. It'll be interesting to see. They're going coast to coast for that game, and it's a 4 o'clock game. So we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll see if that plays a factor in it at all. What are you guys looking forward to this weekend? (laughs) Well, I got got to do my, my one step back to college football. You know, I got to go Coach Prime. I can't go without me talking about him. Uh, oh, did so, you watch the game on Saturday? Yeah, I, I actually did. Saturday was a chill day. Uh, we did. We we watched that game. And so 
uh, Colorado playing USC, top five team in the the country, right? College football. It looked like it was going to be a hell of another blowout, right? Like they were stuck from the first freaking play stomping all over Colorado. And it was like, this is a big hike. You're talking about Taylor, right? Chiefs game, but we had Snoop Dogg, Will Ferrell, Jay-Z, you know, all the people in the house for the USC Colorado game. We talked about a little last week. And at the end of the day, Colorado came back and make it a seven point game, dude. They lost by, it was 48, 41. Colorado lost only by seven points. Came back, I want to say a minimum of 24 points unanswered or I, I was in and out a lot of my ties but there was a lot of coming back in the game they ended up being within seven points and I thought that was that to me was more of a statement than coming out from the beginning and crushing someone that was like a we are playing every minute of this football game to the very end when it looked like they were about to get crushed so I am riding still very high coach prime. Yes, that was a great game. We were at, uh, we were in Atlanta watching that game. It was phenomenal. We did not leave the restaurant. We were like, we are not leaving until this game is over. It was impressive. Very impressive. So, well, thanks for the report for college front, mostly coach (laughs) prime. Our coach prime segment is complete. Um, So you're, Sherry, you have the week off, right? Yes. Bucks are on a bye. We're on a bike. Beth, you guys are in England playing against the Jags. Mm-hmm. Uh, when do you, when, I mean, they should be fine there. I don't know when they're, when do they take off? Are they already there? I, I don't know. I don't know if oh. they've already left or not, to be honest with you. Do you know, Sherry? No, I was just saying game time. It's 930 in the morning. I thought that's what you we were talking about, not take off. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. No, game time's 930 in the morning. Um, I think it'll be fine. I think the only advantage Jacksonville has is the fact that they've been there all week. Um, so they've kind of settled in, you know what I mean? I mean, they're not coming in off of a flight. They're not. So, so we're a little behind from that standpoint, but I, I think we'll be fine. As long as the real Josh Allen shows up, we'll be okay. Oh, the real Josh Allen, please stand up, please stand up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that ends our segment for this week. Join us again next week as we talk all things football with your favorite girlfriends, Sherry, Beth, and Desi, and we will see you next week. Peace. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Please continue to keep in touch with us on our social media platforms at Girlfriends and Football on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks so much. We appreciate your support and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and happy football.